Hello, my name is Jackson Phillips, and welcome to another episode of Bear Talk. Today, I will be explaining to you the big picture of D-Day. What is D-Day, you might ask? D-Day is the day of the largest invasion that had ever taken place. Let me explain to you the first part of World War II. Hitler had gained control of the German government in 1933 and was building up his army. Thirsty for power, Hitler started looking at neighboring countries to spread his influence and gain more land. Hitler decided to take over Czechoslovakia and Austria. Once Hitler had more land and a bigger army, Hitler made an agreement with Stalin, Soviet Russian's leader, to invade Poland and split the land. On September 1st, 1939, Poland was invaded. They fought hard, but in the end, they were no match for the two giants attacking on two fronts. With this invasion, France and Britain declared war on Germany. In 1940s, in September, Germany, Italy, and Japan signed the Tri-Party to creating the Axis power. With Russia out of the way for now, Germany invaded France, 1940. Successfully taking France and other countries on the Western Front. With France out of the war, Germany turned to Britain for an invasion and partaking in bombing runs on a regular basis. With confidence, Hitler invaded Russia in 1941, known as Operation Arbasaw. The Russians fought hard, but were caught in encircling tactics, cutting down the Russian army and getting pushed back as far as Stalingrad. Meanwhile, in Asia, Japan had been invading neighboring countries including China, Philippines, and more islands in the Pacific, spreading their circle of influence. Then, on December 7, 1941, Pearl Harbor was bombed by Japan, marking America's entry to the war. As of this point in the war, the Axis forces had the upper hand with mounting victories, so something was to be done. An invasion, Russia was at a stalemate with Germany, with desperate need for a second front open to ease the pressure off the northern front. So with that, planning of D-Day began. General Dwight Eisenhower was put in charge of this invasion, and Normandy was the spot picked for the D-Day invasion. Different spots w- were chosen on the Normandy beach, codenamed Omaha beach given to the American forces with heavy resistance, with over 2,000 American casualties. Utah Beach was also assigned to the American forces. Meanwhile, beaches codenamed Gold, Juno, and Sword were assigned to British and Canadian forces. Meanwhile, General Patton was put in command of a fake army. What is this fake army, you might ask? This is an army of inflatable tanks, planes, and more to trick Nazi spy planes that the invasion would be coming from a different spot. If this invasion was successful, the Allied forces would have a foothold in France and opened a second front. If it fails, thousands of troops would have died in vain and would be a staggering defeat. On June 5th, 1944, 13,100 soldiers of the 82nd and 101st Airborne Division were dropped behind enemy lines to destroy or capture major roads, bridges, and slow down Nazi reinforcements. On June 6, 1944, 6,939 vessels, 1,213 combat ships, 4,126 landing crafts, and thousands of aircrafts were deployed. 
Before hitting the beach, thousands of bombers were launched, dropping thousands of bombs on enemy bunkers and trenches along the Normandy beach. Once the beaches were overrun, they were turned into command posts and were places for steady inflow of supplies. The Allied forces had their second front in Europe. But what happened next, I'll leave to someone else to explain. Thanks for tuning in on an episode of Bear Talk. Stay interested and have a fantastic day.